Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols. It is Friday, December 11th. We are fully getting into the off-season now. Um, It is the U.S. Women's Open is going on right now. But other than that, I think that is kind of the final... The final, the last straw of 2020 golf, uh, maybe that's okay. Maybe we're ready to move on. Um, but anyway, it's getting cold outside. It is definitely winding to a halt. I'm, I've am i got a tee time next Tuesday. Maybe going to be rainy, maybe going to be cold. Uh, me and a friend are also bringing out both of our wives. So that actually, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, so off-season... Schmoff season. I'm playing more than I have all year recently. So anyway, I want to talk about commitment today and the importance of being committed. And Bob Rotella, one of the most famous guys in kind of my industry of sports psychology, mental coaching, working with golfers on the mental game, he I'm going to paraphrase him. He said something to the fact in one of his books of it's better to be wrong and committed than to be correct and doubtful. I'll say it one more time. It's better to be wrong and committed than to be correct and doubtful. So essentially it's better, it's better to be committed to your target, to your, the line on the green, to your club choice, but end up being wrong about that choice than it is to be kind of having some self-doubt, having some second-guessing going on, yet you chose the correct line, but you, you know, you've, you're know you second-guessing that correct line, and you don't know that it's correct till after you hit it. So why is this true? When you're doubtful, you make a bad swing or stroke, or at least it's much, much more likely. So you know this, let's say you, like, you're like oh, you standing over the ball, you're about to hit a driver, you, you chose your intermediate target before you get over to the, before you got over the ball, but once you got over the ball, you turn your head to look up a, towards the fairway and you just don't like your line. You don't like where you're aimed up. So you're kind of doubtful. Even if you chose the correct line for your tee shot, you're still doubtful. And your, your subconscious knows that. It knows that you're doubtful and says, okay, don't want to hit it there. Let's make a correction while we're swinging to, to correct our alignment. And you make a bad swing. It's, and it's not even a bad swing. It's just your subconscious is, is making up for your doubt in your brain. So you make a swing that is not uh, not correct for where you're lined up. So you get your lines crossed up. So when you're doubtful, you make a bad swing or stroke. And how I think this is actually even more applicable on the greens, you, you take your little line on your ball, you line it up where you want it to be, where you think the ball needs to start. You, you, you think it's pretty good. You get over the ball. All of a sudden, you look down towards the hole you turn your head sideways, and it feels wrong. You you feel that doubt creeping in, and and 
you decide, okay, I mean, I think it's a correct line, but you're second guessing yourself over it. So you decide to hit it anyway, because you think it's correct. So you, you, you make that second guessing stroke, but your subconscious knows, whoa, this doesn't feel right. Because you can't lie to yourself. You can't lie to your subconscious. You can't fake it till you make it. You have to fully be committed. So if you're doubtful, your lines are going to get crossed up. Your body is going to take that information that your subconscious gave it and make a stroke to correct that doubt. So that's why it's much, much more likely that you will make a bad swing or stroke when you're doubtful. Yet so often we try to have the perfect club or the perfect read on the putt and we end up second-guessing ourselves and therefore make a bad swing or stroke due to that self-doubt. So, even if you choose the correct line, club, or target, you'll most likely miss it anyway. So it's like your line on your ball was actually correct. Like, universally, that would have been a correct line to choose. But because you were second-guessing yourself and you had some self-doubt and your subconscious took over, you missed it anyway because you made a bad stroke, even though you had the correct line. But on the other side of the coin, when you're committed, you almost always make a better swing or stroke, or you at least give yourself a much, much better chance of it. So you're, you know, to take the opposite of when you're over the ball and you feel doubt and you make a bad swing and you get your lines crossed up, when you're over the ball, even if you've chosen the wrong line, but yet you are fully committed to it. You are fully in love with the line you chose and you are fully at peace with that line and that target and that club and that read. You'll make a swing that is meant to pair up with that line that you chose. And because you're, you're not giving yourself subconscious instructions to make a different swing. You, your whole body is on the same page. So you will give yourself a much, much better chance of actually performing the correct motion that you do on the range before the round. So I think that's one of the major things that causes people to not be able to take their game from the range to the course is that doubt, that second guessing, that lack of commitment, and your subconscious takes over and makes bad swings. So you'll give yourself a much better chance of making that good driving range swing on the course when the pressure's on if you are fully committed to your target, line, uh, club choice, whatever. And here's the thing about choosing the right or wrong line, target, club anyway. No matter what you do, no matter how educated you are, no matter how much information you take in, you will never be right 100% of the time. You simply won't. There are too many variables in golf. There are too many uncontrollables like course condition, grass, lie, you know, how wet the ground is, where it's going to land, the wind popping up during your swing, the temperature. There are too many factors. So you'll never be right 100% of the time. Yes, you should try to get all the information, but you should get as much information that helps you commit and then stop. No more information. Don't get so much that you start second-guessing yourself. So like like we've talked about Dustin Johnson with his pre-shot routine, he walks around, gets all the information, he brings in his brother, gets more information, 
and he arrives at a committed decision. Even if they're incorrect on their decision, they arrive at a committed decision and he hits the putt based on that. And he, he, that's why he plays so good. He never gets his lines crossed up, at least as far as we know, because he's super committed. And that's why you see players, and you've done this, I'm sure. I know I've done this a million times. As soon as you hit it, you start walking because you know, not because you know it's going to go in like Kevin Nine, you're walking it in because you know that felt terrible. It felt terrible right off the face. You knew it wasn't going to go in. You just felt it over the ball because of that second guessing, that doubt. So, yes, get all the information, but that information is to help you be committed. So, something you can control, or at least work on controlling, is your commitment. You can strive to be committed on every shot. And I, personally, believe that you can be fully committed on 100% of your shots. That's not easy. That's not like, oh yeah, I'm going to just choose to be 100% committed today. That's not so easy. That takes some practice. But if you can do it, if you can strive to do it, it will help you make the best swings, putts, and ultimately scores that you're capable of at that time. Now, if you're fully committed 100% of the time and you're still not shooting the scores you think you can, then I think you probably need to work on your physical game. But until then, until you're fully 100% committed on your shots... You can work on that. You can control how committed you are. And this will give you a leg up on your competition because they're too busy worried about being correct and doubting themselves. They're, they're, too, they're too caught up in that perfection, like trying to find the perfect line, target, club choice, whatever. Yardage, trying to get that perfect yardage, and they end up second-guessing themselves. So if you can be more committed than they are, throughout the entire day, you can get a leg up on that competition. So this, and I think like depending on the level of skill you're at, most most players are, are committed less than 75% of the time on their shots. And, you know, depending on the skill level could be less than 50%. The best players, like some of my best players that I work with, they, they approach that 90, 95% number of commitment because they can, they can arrive at that number. They can arrive at that line and say, you know what? I love this line. I love this target. I'm just going to hit it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fully committed to it. So if the rest of your competition is only committed 50% of their shots, that's 50% of their shots. That's half of their 75, 80, 90 shots that they're just kind of you know, throwing away. So if you can get 75% of your shots commitment, fully committed, in love with your line, in love with your target, that's such a huge advantage and so many fewer shots that you're throwing away relative to your competition. This can change the way you play and this can change how you stack up against your competition. So I think you should try this. I know I've given you this uh, task before, this uh, challenge to say, okay, today's round, all I'm going to think about, I'm not going to think about technique. I'm not going to think about trusting my ability. I'm not going to think about uh, my score. I'm not going to think about how other people are playing. Today, I'm only thinking about my commitment level and being fully committed on every single shot. So I want you to try this. I want you to try again. If you couldn't get it last time or you haven't had a chance to last time, do it this time. 
try to fully commit on 100% of your shots and don't pull the trigger until you're committed. I think you can do this. All right, let me know how you do. Email me, joshlukenichols at gmail.com. Let me know the next time you do this and how it went. I would love to hear it. Okay, that's all. I will catch you guys later. See ya.